104.7 Adelaide's Triple M. It's the Dead Set Legends. Tom Rockcliffe, Cow Ferguson, and Tom Ayo. And an absolute delight. Don't worry about that. 128 tests to his name. Average of about 41. Mark Jr. War joins us. Junior, hello to you. Yeah, morning, boys. Good to talk to you. Hey, uh, well, what a turnaround, eh? How good. Obviously, 2 0 down in the series, and uh, yeah. we've snuck one past the Indians. Yeah, I, I can't believe it. I mean, I, I think, um, you know, taking into consideration all the aspects, the conditions, uh, the way we played in the first two test matches, um, the team changes, a couple of rookie spins. It's going to go down as one of our greatest test fixtures in, in the last couple of decades, I reckon. Yeah, it'd have to, June. I mean, a 14th win in the last 53 over in India on the back of a couple of absolute... I mean, we, we couldn't have been mm. hammered any harder. Um, nah. It takes a lot of gumption to be able to turn something like that around, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And I think that... The, Probably the, the 10 days off between test matches was good for Australia. If it had been another quick turnaround, I think it would have been much tougher to bounce back. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the pitches have been very much in favour of the spinners. This one, I think, um, was probably a bit more of a lottery than the first two test matches. It was a real, you know, real bounce in this one right from the, from the get-go. So there's always going to be a bit of luck involved in scoring runs. But full credit to the... You know, the, the training group, uh, the coaching group, Steve Smith taking over as captain, did an excellent job, I thought, tactically. Um, and the batters worked out a, be- a better game plan to make some runs. So really good effort by Australia to bounce back after. It looked like it was going to be a 4-0 drubbing this uh, this tour. Junior, you spoke about the uh, the wickets over there. We've wrapped up the th- first three test matches within the first three days. Is this good for test cricket? Do we need more competitive pitches? Do we actually see test matches go for five days? Look, I don't think two and a half days is good for test match period. I would prefer to see him probably get into the fourth day, but I'm all for actually a balance between, you know, a contest between bat and ball. You know, what we saw in Pakistan last year where the pitches were so flat, I, I, I hate watching that sort of cricket, but I do like, you know, the event of every delivery. There's something on it in these test matches, but I think it's just gone a bit too far in favour of the spin bowlers, and particularly this, the third pitch. I mean, you can't have the ball going through the top of the surface within the first 15 minutes of a test match. Now, if that happens, you know, that's not an acceptable pitch, I don't think, for a test match. You know, I think there's just too much luck involved rather than skill at times, and that's too much in favour of the bowler. So, look, uh, I like different pitches around the world. You know, we get bouncy tracks in Australia, you get the seamers in England, you get the spinners in India, which you expect that, but probably not as far as it's been. Um, it's happened in the first three test matches. June, as uh, South Australians, mate, we blew up when Hetty was left out of the first test. It was great to see him get 49 not out yesterday and uh, really yeah. bring it home. What were your thoughts on that situation and uh, Hetty's career moving forward? Yeah, look, I, I couldn't believe it. I was obviously over there commentating and I was, I was shocked. while well, speaking to Travis that morning um, of the first test match in Nagpur and I, I sort of said to him, well, what's your team? And he said, oh, I can't tell you. And he sort of had a really uh, sad look on his face and sort of walked away. I, I was astounded that he was left out given the form he's been in in Australia. Okay, stats against spin are not that good, but surely he was worth at least the first two tests. He deserved his spot in the team. It didn't happen, but fortunately the selectors have um, turned it around quickly and he's done a great job, albeit probably opening the batting, which is slightly easier than batting in the middle order. But we saw yesterday the ball was still ripping and turning you know, from the first over, so well done to him. Um, I love watching him play because he's such an attacking player and he can change the course of the game very quickly. No, he's done really well, obviously, opening the batting here in India. Do you see him playing that role when we go to England? No, I don't. No, no, I think he's, he'd be better suited at number five. Uh, I think horses for courses type situation there in, in, in the subcontinent going forward. Um, he can definitely open the batting there. But I think in Australia and 
um, in England, South <coughs> East sort of place. So I think he's perfect batting at number five, where he just changes the game so quickly. Um, you know, his, his technique is probably not suited to to really seeming pitches uh, against the new ball because he's you know he's a bit of a hand eye player. He's not you know he's not your compact sort of opening batsman. So I think he'd be better at number five. Yep. Just one more on Hetty there, June. It's been a, a while since we've seen a guy come into the Australian lineup and and really have that match winning ability to turn a game on its head, score the mm. runs when no one else is. It's an extraordinary talent and something worth hanging on to. It, yep. it, it, we find it really, um, really, really difficult to understand him being left out of that last game. But just talk to us yeah. what his next couple of years looks like. Well, I mean, I mean, big challenge um, for the rest of this year. Obviously, the Test Championship and then the Ashes. Um, England are going to be hard to beat, and they've got some quality seam bowlers. Um, but you're right. I mean, his style of batting, you've only got to go back to the Gabba Test match at the start of the season in Australia where he got 90-odd on a green seam and no one else could really hit it off the square. And, and same as, I think, Hobart last last season uh, in the Ash, uh, the season before. I'm getting mixed up. The season mm. before in Hobart. These sort of players, um, you know, don't come along very often. And you've got to take the good with the bad. With I think Travis, you know, he's going to play the shots that look a bit loose and you're going to, he's going to get a few low scores, but he's going to win you games. And that's what you want. You want match winners in that middle order who can really take the game away from the opposition quickly. And that's what he offers. So, you know, he's, he's got um, a couple of big years ahead of him. Now, June, you're back in Australia after spending the first couple of tests over there in India. I'll let Ferg uh, delve into that a little bit as uh, as we go. But I was just going to ask, any tips today out there at Royal Randwick? We know you uh, your wife is a, a gun trainer yeah. up there in Sydney. Yeah, no, no tips at Randwick. We've got, uh, we've got four runs at Hawkesbury, which is a, the major provincial meeting in Sydney today. You'll, you'll, you'll be able to bet on Hawkesbury, I'm sure, over there in Adelaide. Um, We've got race one, number 13, Shadows of Love. Odds on, but should win. And then later in the day, I do like our horses in race seven, Global Encounter, each way. And then race eight, which is the big race, $150,000 provincial uh, heat uh, race eight. We've got the Himalayas. Um, I think he's number six, the Himalayas. I'm not sure what number uh, Global Encounter is in race seven. But back those two each way and back Shadows of Love for a win, and we, we should get something. Love it, June. And just quickly, mate, there was a bit of uh, a bit of hoo-ha around some commotion in the <laughs> oh, no. in the commentary box over there, and that might have meant a, a swift exit from India for you. Any truth to the, the presser? <laughs> a- absolute fabrication. When I read that story this week, I absolutely laughed. I don't know how that got any legs. That story, but um, I actually really enjoyed my time uh, working for the PCCI and Star Sports over there. I was there. For the first two test matches, which was always the plan, I, I, I took Michael Clark's spot for the first two tests. I was always coming home. There was a bit of banter on air with um, Dinesh Kartik, um, DK, as we call him. Yep. Um, you know, the young gun, he's still playing. So we, we sort of locked horns on a, on a couple of things, but it was all good banter. I actually loved it. So Beautiful. I don't know where that story <laughs> came from, but it was absolute rubbish. So there you go. Just don't believe everything you see in the media. <laughs> and Junior, it'd be, uh, it'd be remiss of us not to talk about the great man Shane Warne, 12 months on today since his passing. Yeah. What did he mean to you? Well, I, I can't believe it. I mean, I can't believe he's still not here. It's sort of surreal that he's not. And, 12 months, I, I, it's just gone so quick. I mean, yeah, look, we all miss Warnie and, and, you know, these sort of moments sort of bring it back to us that, you know, you can't believe he is he's gone because he was such a great character. Obviously, I played a lot of cricket with him and spent a lot of time with him arguing, actually, in the commentary box. We, um, <laughs> <laughs> in the commentary box, 
but no, he was a he was a great character and always good fun to be around. So yeah, look, it's we just um, we, we think about him today. Obviously, a year on with some good memories. Obviously, sadly he's not here, but we've got to think of the good times we had with him. Ah, uh, you're a very good man, Junior. Thanks so much for jumping on board the Dead Set Legends, mate. Enjoy your day. All right, let's back a few winners. See you, boys. That's it, June. <laughs> <laughs> always gamble responsibly as well. One hundred four point seven triple one.